0: Friends, it's your old pal Justin Robert Young joining you yet again for another edition of Justin Robert Young Daily. The word for today, November 12, 2019, is redemption. One of the most ridiculed video artifacts on this here internet over the past six months has been a trailer for the movie adaptation, the live-action movie adaptation of beloved video game franchise Sonic the Hedgehog. The Sonic, quite simply, looked creepy. He was kind of scrawny, and he looked a little bit too much like a real hedgehog, and he had tiny, odd teeth, and he had very small hands that creeped you out. Now, normally what happens with a studio is they just realize that their movie sucks and the people don't like it. So they'll spend the next six months gaslighting their audience, pretending uh, that people actually like it. And you're a bad fan of the franchise if you don't go see it. And then it comes out and it's terribly reviewed and nobody likes it and they just move on. They take their write down. But not the folks behind Sonic the Hedgehog. No. They earned the word of the day redemption in our first news story. little ball of super energy in an extremely handsome package on my planet people were always the re-debuted trailer of sonic the hedgehog is now out it's the number one trending video on youtube and despite the fact that you know there's a lot of other news that's that's kind of out here today in the geek and nerd world this is it i want to know why Because it kind of looks good. The first trailer looked bad. It looked like a bad movie. And the second trailer is fun. They redesigned Sonic. He actually looks like the character from the video game. There's a a mind-blowing concept. And, uh, you know, the, the trailer, A, puts a lot more focus on Sonic instead of the human protagonist, which I think is a good idea. And B, kind of makes it into this, you know, it's kind of like an E.T. story. But instead of E.T., it's Sonic the Hedgehog. Which I think is a smart way to do it. It's a smart way to go about it. I don't know. I don't really have much more to say except go watch the Sonic trailer. Because it's good? Yeah. It's good. It's a good Sonic. I mean, it's just a good internet done good story, isn't it? you're supposed to be Tom's best friend that he won't shut up about. Well, I don't see the appeal. <laughs> that is very gross. Let's go. News. Here's the other big nerd story. Disney Plus is now live. That means that the first ever Star Wars television series, The Mandalorian, is live, it means everybody can go watch the Apple Dumpling Gang, and it means that Bedknobs and Broomsticks is now at your disposal. But one of the big controversies, and I've been kind of keyed in on this a little bit because I've been listening to a great podcast by the name of You Must Remember This by Karina Longworth. She is doing a six-part series about Song of the South. But one of the other Disney... You know, racist. Yeah, there's there's a few moments where Disney was very popular and very racist. One of them is Song of the South, which has not been theatrically theatrically released since the eighties, has never been released on home video, and will not be a part of Disney Plus, according to Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney. The other is the Crows in Dumbo. If you don't remember the Crows in Dumbo. <laughs> Here's a little taste. Did you ever see an elephant fly? <laughs> well, I seen a horse fly. <laughs> I seen a dragon fly. <laughs> I seen a <the> house fly. <laughs> <laughs> see, I seen all that, too. I seen a stand and Heard a rubber band. I seen a needle that winked its eye. But I be done seeing about everything when I see an elephant fly. What'd you say, boy? I said, when I see an elephant fly. The lead crow, crow is named Jim... Yeah, Jim Crow, he's played by a white performer, by the way. The rest of the Crows are African-American. And initial reports said that that scene would not appear on Disney+. And yet, it is. Some folks were uh, uh, curious to find out that, indeed, there is a warning on Dumbo saying that it is going to appear as it originally aired and that some moments in Dumbo are culturally insensitive by today's eyes and ears. But it's there for the completionist. And there's an element of completionism, if that's a word, that is fueling Disney+. Plus. The idea that you can get quite possibly at this point, not quite possibly, almost certainly, not almost certainly, absolutely the world's greatest library of all time, including Disney, Star Wars, 20th Century Fox, all these gigantic, massive, expansive libraries, you want all of it. I mean, hell, the other big thing I saw on Disney Plus today was that they were apparently promising that all of the Simpsons would be in their original aspect ratio and not widescreen. Because when you make something widescreen, you need to stretch it out. And if you stretch it out, then you're apparently missing gags that are happening in the margins. But this is the kind of stuff that a a completionist will complain about. So you get the racist crows, you don't get song of the south. I I hope everyone's able to live with that. News. I don't know if this one's for me, but it is interesting. Some of you guys might be aware that uh I'm a gin man myself. I like to drink gin drinks I like myself a good Gin and tonic. I I like to uh, imagine that I have a very dignified and refined English gentleman that uh, uh, guides my palate, and boy, howdy, do I enjoy a good G&T. Now, my my gin of choice is St. George Botanivore. It's out of a local distillery in Alameda. However, maybe I'll switch. Here's the headline. Special South African gin. I like everything about that so far. I've had South African wine. Delicious. I love gin, previously stated. And this special South African gin is infused with elephant dung. Oh. Here's the AP story. The makers of a South African gin infused with elephant dung swear their use of the animal's excrement is no gimmick. The creators of Indlovu Gin, Les and Paula Ansley, stumbled across the idea a year ago after learning that elephants eat a variety of fruits and flowers and yet digest less than a third of it. As a consequence, in the elephant dung, you get the most amazing variety of these botanicals. Why don't we let the elephant do the hard work of collecting all these botanicals and we'll make gin from it? Her idea came after a safari. So the first batch of the elephant dung came by mail from the park where they had taken their safari. Then the couple, both scientists, puzzled for a while before working out the gin-making process. Now they collect the dung themselves using their bare hands. They described the gin's flavor as... Lovely wooded, almost spicy and earthy oh. uh the bottle sells for about thirty two dollars, and I will definitely drink it if somebody can get me a bottle. I mean, what do you think I am? Some kind of foppish dandy? I don't give a rat's ass. I mean, I'd like to drink PBR what what's a what's a little sip of elephant poop, huh? I'll take a little elephant poop sip. I don't care. Come on, bring it on to me. I wonder if they i bet you they're going to have it at one of these hipster ass liquor stores we got out here. I'll bet you. Now I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm hyped. So if I were to say that Sonic gets the number one redemption slot and the uh, Jim Crow's get the third, then I will say that this gin certainly is number two. I would like to thank our producers, Dustin, Robert H. Brian C. M. Trey, the Melodic Command, Adam, middle age. Mike and Harry Lee Smith. I want to remind you guys that you can email me, jurydaily at gmail.com, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Justin R. Young. And you can join our Discord at bit.ly slash jurydiscord. That is J-U-R-Y-D-I-S-C-O-R-D. I I want to thank another J. Martin, for getting us our poop gin story, sun bun for the song of the South, and open by you with Sonic the Hedgehog. Until tomorrow, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young saying please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky. more importantly, please go! No.